Welcome to the Jeff Gross Podcast. This episode is brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes. All right, guys, we are back for another podcast today. Very special guest, the president CEO of the World Poker Tour, Mr. Adam Pliska. Adam, how's it going? I'm doing great. How are you, Jeff? I'm well. Busy time, of course. Crazy time in the world, uh, COVID, but online uh, been been uh, booming with with events. Of course, World World Poker Tour and Party Poker have combined, so that's exciting. There's a lot of stuff. It's really starting to heat up. But uh, how about you? Tell us a little bit about what you got going on and what this this time period has been like for for the World Poker Tour in particular. Maybe give me an idea sure. of of how that's going. Sure, it's. Uh like everybody else, I mean, you know, uh, nobody could have predicted this, but uh, remarkably uh, uh, for me, who's been, you know, with the World Poker Tour for now nearly two decades uh, to what I'm the most impressed with is seeing, you know, the pivots that have been made. Uh, I'm, you know, just to give a plug out to, to the team, um, they've done an, a, a tremendous job. I mean, if, if you would have said, three or four years ago, you're going to have an event, uh, a world event happen that will literally knock out all of your physical events for a period of time. And when they do start opening, maybe you get a, a little bit one or two here and there. Uh, the idea that the company would be in great shape and you'd still be able to be contributing to the poker community um, would be something that, uh, you know, I'd have to see and I, I'm, I'm seeing it. And, and I think that in many ways it's caused us to be, um, more creative. It's true with others in the industry, um, as well. Uh, so uh, under the circumstances, I think we're doing well. I mean, c- clearly we're very concerned for a lot of people, a lot of people's safety, and that's the, the most important thing. Um, yeah. but, you know, what we're you, you you realize more than ever we're in an industry that is more than a sport; it's a community. And if for anything else that this time has shown is that community is important. I mean, people want to feel like they belong to something in a world that seems like it's uh, crazy and chaotic. Absolutely, yeah. And and tell me a little bit about the relationship. Of course, you know, I've had some. Uh, let's see, who have I had? We had Tony Dunst, we had Mike, Mike Saxton, uh, there's Lingel Martin's been on here as well. We've had a lot of uh, role poker. Never heard of them. Never, never heard of any of these <laughs> yeah, guys. Never heard of so we've had, we've had a good, good, uh, good, good group on here and we've talked a lot about it. I mean, the relationship between WPT and party poker is very strong. It has been, there's been some crossover, different ownership, you know, even within ownership and, and sort of on the umbrella. Was it an obvious fit when you saw this COVID happened and you knew like, okay, we're going to go online. Was there, was there a, was there any other option in your mind or was it always going to be party poker with Rob Young and, and all, you know, I, 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 I put you two as some of the, the more innovative and, and uh, forward thinkers and taking chances and, and risks. And, and Thank you. so for me, it was obvious, but was there, was there any other choice really, or was that just the only option? Well, I'll tell you, it's been an evolving relationship and um, the, you know, the credit to, uh, Rob and the team and, and Hermans, uh, Bloom who runs, uh, my team and in, in, in Europe is, yeah. the, and I'm sorry, my, my dog, uh, my, my, you might hear my dog in the background, but, uh, he, yeah. anytime I start a, a podcast, he's, he starts. So, uh, that, that's it. But I think the, 
relationship has just evolved better than ever. And when I say better than ever, I mean better than the time when party gaming, you remember at the time party gaming owned the World Poker Tour uh, and uh, when it was B-Win Party. Uh, but as things have changed and we have started working with party and Rob has really built up what happened in Europe, um, I think just made a great contribution to poker in general. And this evolving relationship has just gotten better and better and better. So when you say, is it, is, was it obvious? Well, it's obvious now, but it probably wasn't obvious, you know, several years ago. And it has, and now it's more than obvious to me. I think it's seamless. I mean, I think now we're, you know, it's one of those places where we're like, oh, what else could we add? And we should be doing this. And, uh, uh, and, and so it just continues to get better and better. So, um, the, the relationship is great. It uh, gives us uh, a chance to combine, uh, to combine resource and, um, and to uh, just make it better and better. And, and when, when, uh, with, with what's going on right now with the schedule, how, when you look at the guarantees, the, the prize pools for the world poker tour and party poker, putting a hundred million dollar guarantee on the events, obviously the first weeks we saw some of the Omaha high low, which I love. I think it's a very fun game, you know, kind of a different game. That's not put online very much and spread kind of hard to gauge the PLO being on. There's been some other unforeseen things with the IAT transfer rules and things that maybe affecting the guarantee. Is that who, who is sort of uh, puts that on? How do you guys come up with the guarantees and, and being able to target these massive prize pools? I mean, this weekend it's a 3,200 eight max event, which I'm looking forward yeah. to be playing and streaming. Uh, is, are these ambitious? Do you feel these are, are going to be, are you feeling confident for the guarantees moving forward? Cause these are great guarantees. I mean, for players, there's really nothing sure. more. When you see a guarantee, you're like, all right, well, that's great. I know I'm playing for, you know, minimum of this amount for first prize and to shoot at. So uh, how do you guys kind of come up with that, that formula yeah. and, and work on that? Well, well, well first I do want to go back again to uh, the contributions of, of a party um, and you know, both Rob and, 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 and Tom and uh, the Dean over at a party who've done such a great job. I mean, they were very bold and now we're seeing the results of it. But you know, right. I remember several years ago when they were pitching what people thought were insane guarantees that were just going to be what people were saying, bad business. Right. And on any individual level, things can be bad business. I mean, but that is, you know, it's like the World Poker Tour model. The World Poker Tour model is a marathon and it's not a sprint. And right. so we do things that if you looked at a snapshot in any given time, you could say, well, that's bad business. Or how are you making your money? Why do you do the, why do you do the WPT uh, 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 championship? And, you know, clearly you're, you're putting money into the prize pool and you're having all these things. There's no money you're going to be making. Well, you're not going to be making money and we'll never make money on that one. I don't, right. I don't intend to make money on that. The, right. you have to find a way where you make an investment in co- your community. You, you, build brand equity and you have to have faith that if you do enough of it right and in a balanced way, it will pay off. So are you concerned? Look, everybody, there's always a, there's always um, a project leader who's always concerned of every guarantee. Right. Right. But you know, the good news is when you have executives who have a broader 
um, view of things. Whether you make the guarantee, you don't make the guarantee is less important than the overall contributions that you're making. Now, um, you know, this, a lot of these guarantees have been, um, you know, we, we've discussed this uh, with, with party in advance, uh, you know, Hermans and, uh, and the team and Tom has uh, worked together and, and, you know, Rob has just been very bullish. And so it's been great because we know that there needs to be this um, injection of, uh, especially right now that there should be these, uh, this injection of uh, uh, guarantees, get, get people online and, and get the excitement going up. So that's kind of, it's a collaborative effort. And, uh, you know, yeah. a lot of, a lot of it, I, I give credit for, you know, the foresight and, and taking, you know, some pretty bold actions, probably yeah. a, a, a different, uh, an entire podcast you could be doing on how that even came about and how it got authorized. But, uh, right. but they, you know, they've done a great job. Yeah, no, I mean, Rob, no one's going to say, Rob's not shy to throw a guarantee and go for it, which is, which is yeah. great. And, you know, again, World Poker Tour, very, very, one of the strongest brands in poker since I believe 2003, maybe 2002 it started, but it was yep. 2003, the first season. Um, is that right? 2003? Yeah, that's right. In 2003, yeah. yeah. So give me a bit of background on yourself, because I, 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 you did Cal Berkeley, I believe, you USC, did, uh, yeah. for film. Yeah. What got you into poker? Were you playing poker as a kid? Give me a bit of background on yourself sure. and your sort of uh, career. Well, yeah, I, I have a very, um, you know, the great thing about poker is everyone has a story about how they came to poker. And right. I love it. I actually love hearing because, it, you know, you realize how diverse this community is. Yeah. Um, you know, some people were inspired because they saw characters on TV. Some people were inspired because, you know, their grandfather taught them how to play nickel and dime games. Some, you know, you know, some were uh, mathematically oriented. Um, you know, for myself, I had a very unconventional path. And, you know, I probably I look I sound like, you know, not the, the cookie cutter CEO of a you know, of a company and um, probably reflects that. Uh, you know, I had a background in television production. I produced a lot of TV shows. I worked on a lot of TV shows. Um, uh, helped uh, in the creation of a show that was called Win Ben Stein's Money and then Baywatch uh, when, when Pam Anderson was just first coming on and uh, uh, a number of shows, a show called Out of the Blue, a number of uh, other programs. I went to law school, um, having, uh, I was originally went to USC film school, okay. produced a number of shows and then, uh, went to law school because for a very important reason, my, my girlfriend at the time said, I'm leaving you, I'm going to Berkeley. So I said, if you're going to Berkeley, I'll go to Berkeley. So, um, that's, that's what I did. And, uh, I went from there and I, I worked in uh, various things in law, a large law firm. Uh, I was hired by the Senate Judiciary Committee ultimately to be, um, to be, oh, that's funny. Lyle Berman calling. <laughs> I was hired to be the head IP counsel for the Senate Judiciary Committee. And um, at the time, a guy that I had met before had called and said, uh, uh, he'd become a friend, said, look, we're, I got this show on. It's, is we actually taping these shows on poker? It's, they're not aired yet. We don't have a broadcaster yet. And I used to touch bases with him, Steve Lipscomb, you know, a, a very good friend of mine. I, you know, I talked to Steve every day still right. today. And he said, um, 
No, but I, you know, we're building this up and it just sounded like, it sounded crazy to me, you know, you know, basically you're, uh, you're doing this show, you don't have a broadcaster, you know, you're doing this thing on poker, you're trying to make it a, a mainstream sport. But I was a lawyer and he said, yeah, can you come in for a couple of weeks and help us with the legal stuff? And I did. I went, I, I helped them for a little while. And then, you know, with Lyle Berman, it was just calling right now. They wanted to bring the company public. I, I was there as the inside counsel as we brought the company public. I served as a general counsel for about seven years and then turned over to the executive side. Uh, you know, fortunately, um, I I've been in business since I was 16. So I love business and I love management of people. And I am a huge believer that you can um, have integrity in the management of people. Uh, you can um, be a decent person and you can still find success in business. And, uh, you know, I've tried to tried to infuse that as much as possible in the company over the years. And that's how I got here. It certainly wasn't. I think at the time when when I started the World Poker Tour, um, I had uh, n I do not know that I had put money in a gambling device or on a table in Las Vegas ever. Wow. So. Yeah, <laughs> that, that that's uh yeah. So it's a bit of a yeah, interesting that you you do find your your way there. And you were mentioning Lyle Berman. What's his exact? He he was one of the because uh, I know uh, Lipscomb was just yeah. on Joey Ingram's podcast. You were as well uh, talking. So maybe some people have uh, will will heard some of these things, which is great. But uh, explain those those two gentlemen what their exact yeah. role with World Poker Tour is. So if if you don't know. Uh, uh, Lyle, I mean, you know Lyle Berman, but uh, those who might not know Lyle Berman, A, you should, because Lyle is one of the great, great characters in poker, Poker Hall of Fame um, inductee, uh, WPT Honors uh, inductee. Lyle has this tremendous background. You know, he was the, it was, had the businesses of Grand Casino. He had uh, Rainforest Cafe. It was stratosphere, you know, he was a, he's a legendary deal maker in this business. And when Steve Lipscomb um, with Mike Sexton approached him about putting several millions of dollars to create this thing, the World Poker Tour, which was literally just going to go into various places. And they were going to put it on TV and then you were going to create mainstream sports that could go all year long. Um you know, he was the guy who believes it. And, you know, I'm sure the reason why he was calling is he has some idea that he's either investing in or he's trying to explore. He, yeah. he was the guy who was bold enough to do it. He, he put his money where his, where his mouth was. And, you know, he, um, in the early days when there was no broadcast or he invested in it, Steve Lipscomb, uh, you know, Steve is really a genius. I mean, the, I know the term is used, thrown around, but what I specifically mean is, you know, you can tell Steve, you need to have a show and it's two minutes long and your budget is $3 and 50 cents and he'll create the best two, you know, uh, show on $3 and 50 cents. And, yeah. and so together it just worked. 
And I've learned so much from Lyle over the years. And Steve, like I said, we're in a continual philosophical, we, you know, read a lot of the same books and stuff. So we're always talking on WeChat to each maybe other. Maybe he wanted to be on. He might've wanted to guest call in or maybe, you know, tell him he can have his own podcast later. We'll, we'll, I know. We'll yes. Just, yes. Okay. We'll we'll him, we may surprise him later. Get his own, his own slot. Um, well, it's exciting. I got to say world poker tour. I've been involved, uh, from everything from Premier League to playing Alpha 8s to doing the club WPT. Uh, I was doing the show uh, King of the Club with Maria Ho uh, commentating. I, I, I am so – I believe that the World Poker Tour is a big reason where poker is. You know, like Mike Sexton, the iconic voice, Vince Van Patten, they've been around. And if you think poker and you were watching, you know, making these superstars, Espandiari, Daniel Negreanu, Gus Hansen, Falive, these guys were basically – this is where poker became exciting and fresh and, you know, 2003, 2004, 2005, uh, it, it was, uh, you know, it was just exciting and, and it still is and it's innovative. It's great. It's an amazing brand. I'm very happy their team with Party Poker, obviously being uh, on board with Party and, you know, I'm, I'm excited. I, wh- where do you think it's going from here? Because if, correct me if I'm mistaken, but live numbers pre-COVID, just every, the whole world, you can't, all numbers are off the table now. It's just who knows and things are different, but sure, pre-COVID sure. it seemed like, expansion was going on all over the world circuit the the, the minor yes. you know the 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 wpt deep stacks you know i look in i would look on hen and mob and i'd see world poker tour in marrakesh world poker tour in all different parts of the world and asia and expanding so give me an idea of like how rapidly poker is is growing live and yeah. uh what that what that was looking like let's just talk pre-covid yeah so if you look at at the time that i took on the executive position um in 2009, the WPT was 14 events. And one of those events was an international event, was the Aviation Club in France. Okay. Um, Since that time, now the the, the WPT, if you take out, if you take essentially, you know, this year is is a bit crazy, but the normal schedule is up to about 65 events. There are now events on six continents. It really is the World Poker Tour because most of the events are outside the U.S. I mean, before it was this was very U.S. centric. Uh, if you look at the amount of people who um, engage and watch for the world, world Poker Tour, where you used to have, I would say you'd, you'd probably have about, I don't know, in the early days, maybe you'd have about 40 million people who had seen the World Poker Tour over the course of a year. Now you have, you know, probably 250 million in terms of reach because you're on multiple platforms. You're in 28 different broadcasters. You're 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 hitting so many different um, uh, so many different uh, places where people watch media these days. And so, in terms of the live numbers that has grown too, and especially when we look uh, to the international expansion. The expansion that we have seen, you know, people will, a, a lot of interviews will start where people will say, you know, you lived through the poker boom. And my correction is always, well, the, the poker boom didn't end, it just kept moving. I mean, if you look at the expansion, we actually, we were very early into Asia. The WPT sponsored the, it wasn't even uh, Texas Hold'em. It was something called Tuala in China in 2007. 
And we lost a bunch of money, but we got the WPT name out in in the air at that time. And as we advanced into Asia, um, I mean, this market, as you can imagine, is enormous. We we once had a, a a final table event that was hosted by Lacey and um, uh, commentated by Lacey and Tony which ironically was the smallest, the, the shortest final table in our history it was 58 minutes. Um, but there were 6 million views. I mean, it was, just, I mean, it was so insane off the chart right. because poker has expanded that much. And so um, I, I'll, I'll give you one distinction that I make as a business person than other people typically come into poker. Oftentimes people would say, oh, I'm going to start a poker tournament. And, you know, I think this is a for a business. I, I'm happy to give them my insight of my, my two cents. But a lot of people look at players as the customers. Mm-hmm. I don't look at players as customers. I come from a scripted and reality TV background. To me, I look at our players as the talent. Yeah. So what I have to do is invest in the World Poker Tour enough so that you as a player want to come and spend the time and go, it's worth it and it's worth the having the prestige and to have a good experience and the professionalism. And yes, of course, the player pays a rake to the casino and the casino is paying us a fee and so indirectly there's kind of a maybe a thing but that's a small right yeah where the customers are is a few hundred million people who love to watch poker yeah and so if you look at poker in that way you treat players differently you also are uh, far more open to what it means to be a customer you treat customers of poker whether you know there's a lot of people who may only play poker a couple times a year but you got to treat them important i mean they're important they're the ones who are buying things from sponsors and watching the shows and all of the things that are keeping this machine going and so um it's you know it's it's remarkable in in that sense I, I agree with you. I also, um, speaking of that, I, I, I was looking over here. We want to, I do want to talk about club WPT at some point because it's actually really interesting. I think some people don't understand it still, even though yeah. I, I like the campaigns, the marketing, everything. It's very good. I'm just saying it's like my dad, for instance, who's the perfect person who, who to play on something like this, you know, also, I'm just noticing Tony Lingell and actually Matt's been on the podcast as well. So Vince is the only one we're missing. We got to get Vince on at, at uh, some point, but oh, you got to uh, get Vince. It's the best stories. It's the best stories in poker. Yeah, we. I mean, that's a, that's an automatic. But um, my 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 thought. Two thoughts. One is speaking of the characters in the cast. What do you think about? the nowadays, cause I talked to Matt about this and he gave a very interesting answer. And I think it's a misconception in poker cause they seem to shut down talking. Like this is just sort of as a general rule, if I'm you and I are at a poker table and I, and we're in a hand on the river and I start talking and I say, Adam, I think you got Kings full here. You know, man, what are, like start talking like that? The dealers are trained. I think this is not talking world poker tour. I'm talking across the board, at least yeah. in the U S they're trained. Hey, you cannot talk about your hand or anything in any capacity. Matt is saying that's not true. And there is a bit complicated, right? I get yeah. why this is done. Because the Jamie Gold 
uh, saga, showing cards, going over the top. It was too in- intense. It got crazy, yeah. but I think it sort of got kiboshed. And I think it's not good for poker, at least for production, television, entertainment value. And I think this is a there's something that needs to be addressed on this. And yes. and and uh, yeah. I think there's a there's a not a really clear answer. And I think the dealers are trained. For right, for better or worse, are trained to just say, "Hey, you can't do that because they don't. They want it's gray, right? A lot of it's sort of gray area. It's complicated, and you just sort of, you know, do that it makes sense. But I think we're kind of losing those, like Mike Matisau's, the uh, Umberto Brennis's, Phil Helmuth's, the sure. rants, the talking. And I think that that, at least from a production TV in in general, is is not as fun. And you know, for, for myself, I love to talk, as you can tell, and do Twitch of it. It's fun to be at the table and chat and sort of like you know, there's a fine line between angle shooting. And sort of just trying to like get the the fundamental yes. poker and reading. So where do you fall on this? Because this is a bit yeah. of a, I think a big deal. And I think we're kind of losing the characters in poker, if you will. Yeah. So so there are two, two buckets. Uh, so I'm a, obviously I'm a, I'm a TV producer. So I, I love to talk. Please talk. You know, I I, I love it. it. It creates great yeah. uh, programming. And and I do, I don't say that just from a commercial sense, but um, you hit on it, which is. A lot of people, you actually named the very years, to, you know, 2003, four, and five. If you look at those first three seasons, every final table was like, a, I mean, it's just as if you created, you know, who do you want at a final table? Right. And the fact that we are getting people talking and communicating brought a lot of people into the industry. And, you know, we can talk a little bit later about this, but. Me, the media's role in bringing people into the industry is so important for the ecology. I can't underscore that enough. And so that was very important. We just did a show um, with uh, f- to benefit uh, a charity, World Central Kitchen, from my friend Jose Andres, and we did a um, a special with Anheuser Busch. Uh, that had uh, Jose and John Hamm and uh, Kelly Slater, uh, Jason Alexander. Um, uh, let's see, who am I missing? Oh, uh, Paul Casal uh, and uh, and uh, Kevin Pollack. We did that because we had to because we, you know, at the time everybody was in lockdown. That was all through people being at home, and that show, if you watch it, is remarkable. It's remarkable in, in, because the dialogue is so good and technology has gotten us to a place where, you actually, where it, it's actually very interesting. And so that is great because if a person is a casual player, they need it. They want it. That's more information for them. They want to know what's going on and they want to know and, and they want to be bro- it, it broken up with a little humor and a little back and forth. That's important. Now, the second bucket what you're also referring to is what actually happens on live events in the table. And what I would say is clearly there's a balance. You're really, there has to be on the spectrum. You can't just say, um, you know, you just can't say there's no rules at all because it's going to promote bullying, right? It's going to create something that is an environment that you don't want. Right. But we also have to realize that, the communication does serves two vital functions. First of all, it is a stress relief, right? I mean, it is, it is the, you know, when you're, I mean, you go sit down and play, it doesn't, I mean, you want to talk, but if you can't, you'll still play. But there's a lot of people who come up to the table and they're going to be very intimidated. 
Yeah. Right. They're very intimidated. And that little bit of talking just it gives you a release so that they are going to be able to sit down and play and not have that self-conscious type of, oh, my gosh, it's so serious. Um, I don't think I'm going to sit up at the table. Why should I go in here? I'll go play something else that, that, that fulfills that need. The second part is, as we talked about earlier, is community. You want to feel, you know, all businesses deal with an issue of sticking. I don't care if you're in a lemonade stand or you're online poker or you're in media. You All businesses, we deal with the issue of stickiness. Right. It is much easier to keep a customer and retain a customer than it is to acquire a customer. And the communication is the is the underlying element of a community and people feeling they're a part of something. So if you make it and it's completely uh, void of any of that, you're actually hurting the, the stickiness of the game to, to a certain extent. It makes, makes a lot of sense. I actually just want to real quick, maybe jot this down as a note or an idea I've had in the past. And I think, you know, post COVID, just think about this. What about doing a, uh, like a reality show? Let's just take Montreal, my favorite stop on tour, playground poker, yeah. you know, for since yeah, 2012, I go multiple times. Just can't say enough about Montreal as a city. Let's just take this for an example. What about having like four or five guys get, get a house. So let's say Montreal is a week long main event, or maybe it's a three week series or two week series, whatever, get like four or five guys or girls, like a, a house and make yep. a reality show where they, you go, they're in a, they're in a house, Airbnb. You have like kind of a, a room where it's sort of always on. You follow, talk to them before day preparations and you make it sort of like a journey through the tournament. Obviously, hopefully someone goes deep. It may be a, it doesn't necessarily matter, but it, obviously if no one cashes or something, it'd be kind of a, you know, be kind of anticlimactic, but I just feel yeah. like that would be so exciting to watch the process of some really up and coming good players sort of navigate through, see how they prep, how they play day one, a, do they play one day one B? Do they re-enter? Uh, yes. Are they sleeping? Are they partying? Are they studying? What are they doing? You know, ride over with them, talk it, follow some of the action, get some of the hands. And then uh, hopefully someone, you know, you got, you got an Emmy if one of them wins it. Um, well, I, I, I think, I think we're going to have to collaborate together because I, I actually think, one of the aspects and maybe it doesn't support the Emmy part which is um if you looked even five or six years ago everything was just going to be mainstream tv can right. you put this on mainstream tv and the problem with mainstream tv is uh, the scarcity issue you know you just you it says you're gonna have to pick and you're just the lowest common denominator and what gets the most amount of people you know it's uh, how many people like one certain kind of catch up and you just kind of can promote the same kind of catch up because nobody right. else will, will take, uh, uh, you know, take the spicy one or something. So right. in the difference right now is that we have a situation where media has completely changed. I mean, I've been doing these, I've been doing these things lately where I'm, um, uh, go experiencing these zoom virtual experiences Mm -hmm. Everything from the escape rooms to the magic shows to um, I did a virtual jury service and for the UK, it was a production that was put on and you realize media has completely changed and it's completely scalable, right? Because now people can cut tune in any time. They can any place around the world, but right. you know, just to kind of go on what, what you're saying and you're now talking about things that I love to do the most is create stuff is yeah. 
if you did that and you did it in a multimedia platform, you can always have a breakout room for that individual person. And you can, you know, really, you can go 24 hours, right? And you can right. check on people and you can have you know, those yeah. aspects. So yeah, I think it'd be interesting. You know, it'd be interesting is to combine that with a sociological studies at some kind of university or something, because I, you know, I think we get a lot of knowledge from how players uh, uh, approach the game. Yeah. And I think also now it's a, even just with the different platforms and camera, like having a good iPhone, you know, you could, you could have a, a crew or two and, and follow along and do something, but then you could also have the player with their own sort of equipment. Some of them may have their own cameras their own stuff and do a little, their own kind of Blair, Witch you know, style where it's not going to yeah. be what, but I don't know, just, just an idea. Also like the idea of like a family man, you know, now I have a 15 month old son. Maybe I go with my wife and my son and how does that look? What's that look like for someone versus a guy that's single versus a, a cup? I don't know. I just think it could be just an idea. I'm just, you know, since this is sort of your domain, I wanted to just throw out, just uh, put it out there. before. I, I love it. And you know, you did, you've done such a good job, not only in the streams, but like, uh, you know, King of the club. I, I, I mean, I'm going to give, you know, I will, I know you don't want me to be doing this in the middle of your show, but I'm going to give you, uh, I'm going to give you some props here because, uh, you know, we do these, you know, everybody knows the world poker tour main tour shows. And, yeah. um, but we've done this, a special with King of the club for club WPT. And those members, um, are phenomenal, right? I mean, they're like, like there's some of the greatest, customers in poker and I, and I got to tell people people in the professional world don't know how important they are those people who are on club wp they love poker they follow poker they're fans of people they're the ones who are making the machine go right and they they want to participate and they're they don't have cynicism and they're excited to see professionals and but they want to play and they want to be learn and and they're not angry and so the show that you did with maria for us that um you know now we're going to be doing some other things hopefully at the end of the year so we got to talk to you guys again about doing some stuff but it was so interesting to me we did a show on, uh, called king of the club where we yeah. were just going to allow club wpt members the chance to play on the WPT final table. Yeah. Um, but how is how do you approach that, right? That's a different issue because why would people watch this? Well, first of all, we thought this was an opportunity for club members. So we didn't expect this to rate very well in terms right. of the highest ratings. It actually had tremendous ratings. I heard that. People, I, people I, I, well, it, it, it's, I'm, you know, you, you two were so good and you treated these amateur players with respect. Um, at the same time, you, you know, you weren't, uh, you, you weren't condescending, you know, you, 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 the way that you were doing commentary really allowed an audience to view this as if they were sitting at home going, God, what if I had the chance to be there? You know, you, it was, it was very cool. So I appreciate I no, listen, it, it was great. And I will say just from that experience too, seeing the the quality of the production, I mean, essentially you're taking a, a show, the World Poker Torch has been on for whatever, at that time, 15 seasons. You're putting, like you said, you're putting these 
club members into a thing. And I think the most interesting thing is the money because the prizes were solid. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, guys are in here for club members are winning what I think it was 25 grand at first, or there was some, some decent prizes, yeah. but yeah. comparatively to oh, yeah. the world poker Very club, where millions, 500,000, you know, the excitement and the enthusiasm was there. And I think also showing with, in terms of viewership, I find that interesting too, because Twitch did a charity event one time where it was a hundred thousand yeah. at first. And I was doing the commentary and then it was so successful. They did it the next day and they did a 10,000 to first just to like do it again. They had the people there and ran it back and the viewers were like the same. And it was kind of like showing that, you know, you do a good production, you have an exciting thing and you get, you do all the, the, the right way, everything like people, you know, whether or not you, you know, you see that on Twitch guys that are streaming $33 tournaments are getting as big of viewers sometimes as guys that are streaming the $5,000 buy-ins because it's about, you know, community and engagement. And honestly, it's more relatable too. like some people that are watching at home that maybe play on club WPT or other, other that aren't going to be buying in for the main events are like, all right, this is fun. And it's relatable to a guy that's playing a hundred thousand dollar buy-in tournament. It's sort of like, you know, that's cool, but it's not really, uh, yeah. you know, realistic. So yeah, anyway, that, that's great. I, I'm always open. Like I said, I love WPT. I love doing stuff and my, uh, my ears are always open anytime, uh, anytime I'm available. So just, uh, let me well, know. We did, we, we, we've, uh, you know, it's, to be fair, we've not, you know, while the world poker tour has, yeah, world poker tour is actually one of the longest running series in television history. And, but if, but we've not always had, um, not everything has been a great success. I mean, we, we did a show called club WPT maybe about 12 years ago. Okay. And it was just taking club members and they could win their seat, but it didn't have the same approach with the commentators and it wasn't presented in the same way. And I really do think that made a difference. I mean, when you, when you treat amateur players with, respect you don't talk down to them but you also you know realize hey they have some weakness they you know you can you, you you're gonna you're gonna call it out the, you know the same way that you would in a yeah. uh in, in a poker event they appreciate it and yeah. um it's great for sure no it's, it is very cool tell me tell me a bit about club wpt though with uh where that would compare and who that's targeting because it is a, a it's you know for it's a it's a set fee but they can win prizes can you explain yeah. how because like how that works in the u.s in particular like let's take my dad you know he sometimes plays on he'll play some places you know there's unregulated sites in the u.s and it's gray area and this and that but what is how is someone at home who's watching right now and says you know what i would love to do this or be a part of it just give me like a brief understanding of why they can pay a fee and then how they're able to win prizes how that works yeah. Well, you know, as you know, there, there, you can jump on the poker train at any level, right? I mean, if you, if you had enough money, um, if you had enough money and had only played poker one time in your life, I assure you there is a game that they would be happy to have you buy in for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> right. right? You. See, see you, I mean, it's, poker is interesting in that respect because, you know, you, you, you can play at, at, at any level. Um, but, you get a different experience at different levels. As you know, there's a social gaming level and a lot of people who are professionals, they can't do it because they feel like the experience is so different um, because people are not taking it as serious. Then there is the level where you're a professional and to a lot of people, 
you know, we talk, you know, we're talking to players who go, yeah, yeah, $10,000 buy-in or $3,500 buy-in. Sometimes forget, but $3,500, you know, to say, oh, I put $3,500 into a poker tournament could become the argument when they get home later on with their family or whatever, you know, so it's a big, it could be a big deal, right? Right. And so the nice thing about Club WPT is it's set fee, it's just entertainment. And under the sweepstakes laws of uh, uh, in the U.S., you can run these uh, you, you run tournaments, so you can give away some prizes. But it's a set fee; it's, it's not a var- variable fee. Right. For that, you get to come in, play as much poker as you want, and any of those tournaments give away some, you know some various prizes. Um, the bigger prizes are events going to WPT events. So we've sent people all over from. Venice to the Borgata and, you know, and they're great. And we treat them very well. We put them on the show. They get to have dinner with the you know, entire WPT family. And we love these people. I mean, they're, you know, a lot of them have beat out two or 3000 people to get there. And yeah. we do treat them uh, like the celebrities they are at our site. And, and we love it. So it's, it's a good it's like place. A Super Bowl, right? I mean, it's like, yeah, those experiences, like just the story, getting to do it, go there, play. And exactly. Be, I mean, and and like, you're right. And that they already won, beat out a, a large number of people to be there. It's already in itself a, a real feat. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible. It's a great option. And yeah, yeah I know, I, I do know people that have, have uh, done well in those and, and it is a, it's a very cool concept. So that's, for sure, if people should check out if that's uh, that's not is it is it U.S. only though for Club WP? No, no, no. It's uh, yeah, yeah. U.S. It's Canada. It's uh, yeah, France. Uh, it's Australia, UK. Uh, okay. So it's in various places. And now we have uh, the WPT Diamond Club. And so what happens is, you know, for your basic fee, um, yeah, you can go on. You can get the WPT videos. There's a lot of other things you can get for that. There's a lot of other benefits, and you play poker, and you have a chance to win. But now we had so much um, interest of people who are like, hey, we want even bigger prizes. And we want to, we want to, because the nice thing, what I was saying before is social gaming, because a lot of people feel like they don't, they haven't put any, there's nothing there in terms of um, what they, what they're putting in. They don't, they don't play the same. Club WPT, because there is a leaderboard and you are playing for some prizes, people do play seriously, right? right? Maybe they'll play differently than a high roller event on the world poker tour, but they do. The quality is much better. Now we've had a lot of demand for people are saying, you know what, in that large group of people, which is great for the average person who just wants to go on in a very safe way, improve their skills, learn, figure out online, um, uh, you know, education of that, or just go out there and have fun. That's great. Now there's a subset of people who say, okay, I want to play with the best of that group. Uh, and I want to have better, bigger prizes and other things related to that. And so we've yeah. launched the diamond club and it's, you know, it's a lot more expensive. Um, the, the fields are smaller. The prizes are, are, um, are bigger. And it's a, and it was an overwhelming success from the week that we launched it, um, you know, for us. And so, I mean, we're, we're incredibly happy that that's working out and, um, you know, that continues to grow. So basically all levels. And then of course, once they're, once they're ready to graduate and hopefully they're in a state that 
opens up online poker in the US and they'll go on to do real money gaming as well. For sure. Yeah, that's awesome. And um, what do you believe? Uh, what, what's your prediction right now for COVID and, and live events? Is there, you know, it's hard. It's so, so uh, I don't want to, I'm just curious, like in your, sure. just, just calculations, when do you believe we will see a world, let's just do world poker tour. Uh, when do you think a WPT will be back in a brick and mortar casino for an event? What would be your, your, your prediction at this moment? If you had to guess. Sure. Well, I, I, I am, I was optimistic that we would start into Asia um, because, you know, where numbers have been controlled and that could very well be, you know, we'll go back to Japan and we'll go back into Asia. And so I think that that is likely uh, the case. Look, by the end of the year, we will, uh, this year we will start to see it happen, but it's not going to look anything like, like normal. What we do know is people are preparing for next year. What, What we also know is people did not when when COVID began, people did not know. Is this going to kill the demand for live poker? What we have found is it did not kill the demand for live poker. There are the challenges that is the traction that's that the that's causing people not to be able to play, or they can't get there, and they're in a state that they have to go to a different state, and they got to fly there now to do this. And those things will open up. And I think the, those timelines reflect what all the health professionals are probably saying as well. Yes, yeah. it'll be better at the end of the year. First quarter will be better than the fourth quarter. And by the summer of next year, I think we'll start to see things looking like re- resembling a bit of normalcy. Um, but fortunately, in the meantime, uh, we're, we're seeing what, you know, I see all along, which is that the the support of the ecology between physical events and online events, they support each other. And anyone who thinks, oh, yeah, well, this just means online is going to take off and now live events are dead, doesn't understand how the ecology works. Mm-hmm. What happens is right now everybody goes to the online. But, but ask yourselves why... And all of these years, for 20 years, why have online sites paid to have physical events? Because at the end of the day, players want to have that engagement too. It, that is so important in the ecology. So it will, you'll have a swell into the online site. That's what's happened right now. Um, but uh, live events, you know, you'll have pent up interest and it'll go there. And, you know, the most important thing is that we just keep people activated and remind them that they still like to play poker and the community is here. It's very, yeah, it's, it's interesting. And I think, you know, I think the reason the, the, the added complexity of this is, is that just, let's just take Japan. Maybe let's say it clears up. They say there's no case. It's like what countries are allowed to come in? You know, what's the process of people fly in? You know, and it's yeah, like, yeah. it's not like these countries just want to now have, like people from the U.S. are they allowed to come? Can they come? What do they, do they have to get tested? Do they test when they, do they have to quarantine? So it's yeah. it is more complicated than just like all right, you know. Once things are kind of clearing up, it's not just it's not just like all right, everything's good to go. And you still it's hard to calibrate how people respond. Exactly right. Even allowed to. So it is. Uh, you know, it's nice like you said to be able to pivot to have the online stuff right now is very cool. Um, and 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 at least is a uh, during a, a terrible time uh, period of time, a lot of people struggling and, and different things. And you know, I actually had some people reach out to me at the start of COVID. Uh, some some of my good friends and you know, I was posting a lot of content and doing stuff. But you know, when there's no sports or there wasn't for a while, 
There's not really anything new, active and fresh. Like I kind of argue, you know, people want to be participating stuff. People want to compete. People want to have things to go on. You don't just want to say like, okay, the world's not doing amazing or everything's shut down. Let's just sit at home and be whatever. You know, I, I feel, you know, Twitch streaming's gotten very popular. There's been some records set and obviously not just on Party Poker World Poker Tour. There's other major series taking place. So there's a lot of action right now online. And, you know, if anything, I'd argue that people want, they want fresh stuff. You know, they want, they want to sweat. Yes. They want to learn. They want to grow. They want to participate. So, you know, I think that, uh, you know, if anything, it's, um, you know, it's an unfortunate time, but it's also, it's good that I think poker actually, it's a mental exercise. There's a lot of positives in poker and there's, a, you know, whether you're going to a club WPT for, for a lower level of buy-ins or risk, or even playing yeah. for free money or play games, it's a, it's a stimulating good activity. And I think it's important for, for people to have things to do and to compete and be, be I mean, involved. And, you, you know. were a, you know, you were really a pioneer and, and I mean, look, people had been streaming poker, but what I see and what we've seen over the last year is that the content's getting really good. I mean, it's getting really, it's getting really good. Before, you know, before it was, hey, let's use the technology. And, and you know, you've done such a, a great job of pushing that. I remember, you know, we probably had breakfast maybe over a year ago or so. And you were saying it was and, in December at the bar during WPT. Yeah. Yeah. So about six months. And, 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 you know, talking about going online and, and really, you know, shaping that experience online. And now it's, it's great. I mean, you know, ironically, what we are seeing is a, another renaissance in content and poker. Now, everybody's thinking, oh, we're in the middle of a pandemic, so that's getting all the headlines. But yeah. if you think about it, and those of us who create poker uh, content, you create poker content, uh, others who create uh, poker the, in media, they create poker content, Maury is, you know, create... It has forced us all to reevaluate what this all means. And I see great stuff coming up. I mean, I just, I, stuff is just getting better. And right. we're going to come out of this. It's as if we all went to a seminar that's, or, a, you know, a, a, a camp or something where we all said, we gosh, we, okay, what can we do to, to improve, to step up our game on the content side based on how audiences are watching poker today and it's it's tremendous i'm i'm incredibly impressed i mean if you look at the uh, if you look at the final tables for the for the wpt online yeah. championship took the words out of my mouth yeah uh, this is a world poker tour event and in many ways it's better because you it's captured into one place all the audience you know you don't have you know competing yeah. sound issues or whatever it is you're having you you see players you know, you see a set, you know, when you're going all in, you feel like that. You see the feel the trade dress going on. It's, on it's innovative. I, I, I will say, too, because, again, I I'm I'm party poker through and through. Very, right place, right time. Very happy to be here. I've been with poker stars. You know, they they're obviously leading the industry in a lot of categories and, and, and things. And what they're doing, their production's incredible. I think the World Poker yeah. Tour is incredible. And if you really like your point. This is not, there's a, it's, this is so true in life, but again, a lesson, it's like when you think something bad, really bad stuff happens, oftentimes it's not, it's not about what happens, how you react to what happens. I think that's like really one of the core lessons in life. And this, 
all things said, like, let's hope everything gets back to normal within a year, yeah. just stuff gets going. You look back at it, the online experience and the online poker and the online production and the attention and the way, like whole cards up, not just final tables, like, you know, through the tournament, the delays, yeah. like what's happening. This is something that's going to be better for the game and make strides additionally yeah. so when live comes back i think the online's gotten stronger you know also party poker doing you know satellites understanding what's going on i think it's very powerful and i think like again i think it's going to put the core and the foundation much stronger for poker moving forward i, I really believe I, that I, I i couldn't agree more i mean in many ways uh and you know it's a, a theme with me that i bring up all the time because i see number i in the morning the first thing i do is i wake up and i get a list of numbers whether that's uh, demographics on TV, people playing on club, play people on social, I, uh, people who've been at our events. I get all of this data in the morning. And so I know from an empirical sense that the pillars of the poker industry are complementary. It doesn't yeah. feel like that because on any one event, um, one event could overlap another event and steal in it, but you're just push, you're just doing this. You're just pushing one group to the, to the other. But the yes. contributions of the pillars of those people, those organizations and entities and individuals are making um, uh, contributions in poker actually grow the grow the game. And what we are together, yeah, there's always this kind of friendly competition that goes out. And sometimes it might not seem very friendly, but for the most part, I think it, it is. You know, you, yeah. you see people at the poker awards, they're pretty, they're pretty friendly to each other. Yeah. But it's like brothers and sisters in a family who are kind of making each other better because everybody wants to get better. That's not a bad thing. I no, mean, it is, we it. are coming out of this. You're exactly right. And what is going to happen is as live events say open up now that online events have just become so much better. And the, you know, in the last six months, what we're all going to be doing is saying, how do we make live events better? A yeah. And we, you know, uh, we can and people can say, oh, I've been going on for forever. So that, you know, how you're not going to just make them better overnight, but you will, you will do that. You right. know, you know, yeah, I, focused. you got the best minds in the industry, innovating, thinking yeah. they're not traveling all the time, going to this, they're just at home. They're thinking, okay, this is what works. What doesn't work? What can we improve? What yeah. are they? Yeah. All these things. What, what about, I, I do want to, we have a lot of questions. I definitely want to hit some of these Twitter questions and then hopefully cover sure. some of it. What is going on with uh, the pending? Like I had Chance Corneth on the podcast as well recently, and he's at a pending final yeah. table, actually chip leader. Um, yes. And there was some debate about this, you know, because it's like, I think there was another, either a World Poker or some event, they actually chopped it. I believe maybe Kristen Bicknell was at a final table or some event, maybe it wasn't a World Poker Tour, and they just did a chip chop. Um, what is the actual situation with the COVID yes. uh, and pending events? So uh, we are um, we are reviewing it. First of all, there's nothing that we want to do more to get these events uh, uh, get these events done. So, um, uh, but it is very complex, and every time you move one way, something else comes up. Ah, uh, you know, we own the esports arena, HyperX Esports Arena in Las Vegas, so we have a facility that's terrific. Um, but you know, if somebody can't get into the country, well, that's part of an issue. Or, you know, now what we're finding is, you know, with the regulations in various places, if one person ends up to be sick, it could end up stopping or affecting other people. So we are looking at that. We're um, 
reaching out, this is actually going on right now, um, uh, reaching out, communicating with the casinos and the players. And I expect, you know, I, I don't want to jump ahead of it, but I expect that we'll, we'll hear some resolution of that very soon. What I will say is to the degree that I can get the shows done, I absolutely want to get them done. I mean, these players deserve to be able to, to uh, uh, have that experience. It's unfortunate what's happened. Nobody's you know, nobody's fault, but you know, we right. want to do that. And, um, and we want to find a way to, you know, still treat, you know, champions like champions and, you know, they, 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 they got to final tables. It's important. Um, sure. It is not, it's certainly not been an easy experience and um, or an easy time. But uh, I think you'll, in the, you know, in the next uh, week or two, you, you'll get some resolution here. Makes sense. Um, I do, before, too, I just want to cover about the schedule and what exactly, if you could break down the events coming up. So let's just take right now, this is uh, an event, the 3,200, 3 million guaranteed. These, these marquee events are 3 million guaranteed. And it's really cool format too. It gives you a little bit of a break where you play day 1A, day 1B, Saturday, Sunday. If you're in day two, yeah. it's Monday, then day three, uh, Tuesday, and then maybe final table the the Wednesday, depending on the size of the event. Uh, pretty much everyone's a, a, around that. And then there's a micro or a medium and a, and a minor version, uh, uh, smaller stakes. So kind of hitting everything. Um, yeah. Explain to me exactly out of the remaining events, there's there's a whole, like, you know, five, six weeks left, I think. What Who gets a name on the Champions Cup in, in an entry? I believe there's five tournament champions that actually yeah. – the 15k and do you actually get your name on the wpt trophy could you clarify that does that happen that's 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 right so um obviously you know when you have 100 million of guarantees there are a lot of events going on um right. but we, we are it, this i think is very uh, it's a milestone for the world poker tour it was first started you know with the event that we had in may with uh uh you know with party where that was the first time we have a regulated main tour event that where that person, uh, you know, we were announcing you will get your name on the championship. You will be treated the same way. Well, it's incredibly, you know, you know, it actually turned out to be the largest main tour event we've ever had. Um, and so, yes, you do have these five events. You will be treated the same, uh, uh, same way. You will be part of the champions club. Um, uh, at that point, uh, and you will, you will get all of the benefits. Um, we are, we've taken great pains to make sure that, you know, we don't do this, but we could just say, okay, everybody, you know, you, you know, everybody can get it, uh, to, uh, to get in the champions club, but that would dilute the champions club. So we are, you know, it's obviously that there, you know, it has to be $3,500 buy. There has to be a, a minimum buy-in and there has to be a, we're agreeing on what these events are, but um, they will all be treated as members, uh, official members of the champions club. And we're delighted by it. I mean, it's, yeah. uh, it, you know, because you're going to see more of that. I mean, we will see not only because what we're doing this summer, it just worked. And, 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 you know, as you pointed out about the final tables, that is, part of the hesitation, this wasn't new. We didn't come up with this during COVID. I mean, we knew a year ago that we were going to work with party to put on an online event on to, uh, that we would, that a, that we would take a champion and put them on that cup. 
uh, not that we you know knew that this was going to happen but we just knew that at some point we were going to have to take online serious but why did it take the world poker tour that long well because it's really really easy to brand put a brand on an online event get your money and walk away Mm. And that is very short-term thinking. I mean, it, I'll you know to be a little self-critical. If you go back ten years ago in the World Poker Tour, and you played on the WPT event, yeah, the final table was a big deal. But the experience until you got to the final table, there was there, we literally didn't have a tour management team. We had a we had some representatives who would go there, who would sign you in to kind of give you some, they'd be there to answer some questions. But all of the events that happen and the fact that we take players out and we, um, we, you know, we go on adventures together and we have champions club dinners and we have the ceremonies and all of those things. Right. It just didn't exist back then. The experience. It's a whole, yeah. it's a whole, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And we're, give me an idea in your mind, calibration wise, because, you know, we've seen the WSOP give a bracelets now. This isn't, this isn't just like a COVID thing. It's not just like it's never happened, right? This has been done yeah. for a few years now and, and, and it makes sense sure. and merging and doing something. Where do you figure, let's say, you know, I have unfortunately not won a WPT. I've gotten a third. I've had some seconds in the Alpha, uh, you know, Premier League Alpha Eights. I've been there. I haven't won one. I win a WPT. Let's say hopefully in the next five days because there's a big one coming this weekend. Yes, the stream well, it would be epic. I couldn't be think of a better way to win one than streaming it. Where do you calibrate? Is there an asterisk? Is it just is it just kind of a, a the the way that oh, the high no. grade is going? Or do you think it's harder? Is it more prestigious? Right on par? How do you how do you rank the two? No, no, no. Uh, it, it it is definitely not an asterisk. Um, it, you know, our job is to make sure it's not an asterisk. Right. Our job, I mean, we have had one of the, uh, I, I can't tell you the amount of time and energy that the team, uh, you know, Angelica Hale and her team and Hermans Bloom and her team have worked to make sure that a WPT champion means a WPT champion. And that's why we just weren't, re- I mean, you're exactly right. It's not, this isn't new. It's just, but why did we wait so long? It's just because we weren't ready. We weren't ready. We could have just said, oh, you're a WPT champion, asterisk, this person won online, you know, and, you know, they had, you know, they had a, they played in a bunch of satellites and they, uh, they got into this, but this is a real competition and you're going through the same uh, process. You're, you have the same degree of, uh, of uh, peer scrutiny that's that's going on yeah. and um so absolutely it's just this is right on par with uh you know with any other uh WPT i would agree with that I, I would almost argue it's more difficult to win online uh if the, maybe the, the level of play yeah. could even be more difficult potentially yeah. but you know i also i really like the 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 fact that on party poker you cannot use a hud so there's no heads up display. So it's, it's yeah. even, you know, that, that was a huge introduction yeah. by party and Rob taking a huge, a big chance on that and, and what the industry was thinking and how it worked really makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's a whole nother subject, but that's great. The real name aspect as well, very, very innovative and cool and really makes sense too. It's kind of like, well, you know, you want to know who you're playing with this, this does it for these prestigious events, uh, which, which, which is amazing. And, you know, I think, uh, I think it is, I think it would be, if anything as well as, as harder or harder, yeah. uh, the same to, to navigate 
to win a field, to play online. You know, I think the quality of yeah. play is going to be as good or better. Probably some of the the, the guy people that maybe are, are great players or play a lot that don't travel as much. I think it's going to be. I think you'll get everything. I think you'll get. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard both sides. I've heard people say the play is worse online. I've heard it's like it's tougher. So I think regardless, I just think it's. It is what it is. It's it's new. It's a little different, and, and it's it's great. Um, I want to ask you one more question before we take the questions from Twitter. Uh, what do you believe about the current landscape of the U.S. and live poker? Let me just give you quickly. My understanding is, you know, I know I was born and raised in Michigan. I know Michigan passed. It was almost passed last second. Governor vetoed it. Now it's back. It's in. It's it's available. So now these sites are coming in. You know, one of my best friends yeah. is a, a lobbyist there, understanding what's happening. He said it was going to happen. It did happen. Pennsylvania's passed. I believe PokerStars is operative. Nevada's yeah. legal for WSO. It's legal. WSOP's in there. New Jersey, Party Poker on New Jersey. Uh, Delaware is also legal. So you start talking, and I think West Virginia might have passed. So maybe you have like five or six states. What is going on? And I uh, am I right when saying... World Poker Tour really maybe has the most to gain from this or one of the most in the industry because you're positioned well, you have a big North America audience, you've got the Club WPT, you've done things the right way, you've never operated for real money out of any kind of gray areas or anything. So I'm sure you're very in tune to the climate of what's happening yeah. and keep an eye on it. Am I right? Well, in I, you know, I, and I am, I, I still... I still am an active lawyer. I mean, I, you know, I still remain right. a, a lawyer. So I, I look at those things. Um, yeah. For many years, um, having been in the industry now for nearly 18 years, um, people would, uh, tell me, Oh my God, online poker is coming. You know, it's, uh, it's coming in the next six months. And mm-hmm. it was the longest rolling six months in the history of, any business, right? I mean, it just kept going and going. What you're seeing now is real movement. Um, that so it, it it's more than you know. You you need a few states, and you need some test grounds, and you need people to say, okay, the world didn't collapse, and we actually did this safely. And so now enough time, and you got to give a heck of a lot of credit. I mean, if you look at original. Win party and the what they did not only in poker but in sports book or whatever i mean challenging rules in the uk to in to try to get um to try to actually get opinions so that they knew how to operate and it took years you know they weren't benefiting right away they were, they were losing money you know right. a, a party gaming to go in and and to put so much energy into new jersey early on, I was there at the time. Yeah. Um, it was, it, 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 it's a very bold move. And, right. you know, to go back to Rob and, 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 you know, the things that we were talking about, about the d- different rules. Remember every time you make a rule online, you limit your audience, mm-hmm. you know, you tell them, Oh, you have to do this, or you're not going to, yeah, you limit a rebuy or you, your name has to be, you yeah, limited audience. Man, that before I just sorry to interrupt you, the, the limited rebuy, the one re-entry in the in the late reg cutting down. I mean, these are again bottom line, not not the right the things like Rob and WT and what you guys are doing and everyone's doing. Yeah. This is this is for the player. I mean, there's no other way about it. They could make way more money and just kind of follow suit, but taking sort of bold initiative things for the longevity and, and taking a stand and, and really doing maybe what's unpopular for you know shareholders or the company's bottom line in the moment. So I mean it's it's yeah. a big deal, these yeah. things. I mean, it, 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 it pays off, but it pays off over many years. 
Mm-hmm. So if you're a, and and especially, I mean, I got to tell you, one of the one of the greatest compliments I can give to to party is they are doing this as a public company. Right. Now, you, you know, when you work in the public, I know I'm part of a public company. You, you have quarter over quarter pressure. You have year over year pressure. Yeah. And, you know, I always thought if you you know, if you had a business where you said yeah, it's a public company, but you had to invest for five years minimum, uh, you, you change the nature of business because people would make different decisions. They right. would say, OK, well, let's grow this. They wouldn't be saying let's take short term decisions. But, hmm. you know, you have a lot of people who come in and 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 the fact that you've had strong people um, at party for us, the world public is a little different because we are fine saying that our physical events we have three pillars of the world poker tour you have phys- what i w- would all what are in-person events those are physical and now online events yeah. content generation and and interactive the social gaming aspect mm-hmm. so we've made a conscious decision that the inter- the the uh involvement from either physical events or in-person events are going to be our lowest margin business. Because if you make that the highest margin business, you are going to take something away from the player. That is, you know, it's, it's, that's not where you build a brand. So it's a little easier for us because, you know, that's where we put our focus someplace else. Right. Um, you know, but for a group like party, you know, it's a, it's a controversial decision every time they do it. So it, it's, you know, again, another, another place where it's worked out for us. Yes. I agree. Do you believe if you had to guess based on your feeling or, or just sort of what you're seeing and seeing some of these states pass Pennsylvania, a pretty big one, Michigan, also very popular for poker. And I think it's, it's a significant one. It's yeah. not, you know, then you talk about other states, I guess, obviously California is the one they say would be bigger than maybe the next, even the biggest country or it was at the time or one of the biggest. Yeah. So that's like the key. Uh, also, you throw New York in there, maybe Florida. Like, what are what are the reality? What what do you believe horizon timeline is yeah. for some of these other major key states? Sure. Or do you think do you think also the COVID and with taxing and some casinos being shut down and maybe realizing, wow, like we why are we not online? We should be online, or we should have partners and and do that. Do you think that could actually work out as a uh, as a uh, possibility of a catalyst to to, to so it's a, del- it's a double edged sword. Um, what happens in the time like this? And while we've not had a pandemic before, uh, we've had uh, recessions and we've had other things that that lead people to go, oh my god, you should just be doing this and taking the money. Well, it does cause jurisdictions to be open minded to having those discussions, and so you do make some progress. But why does that not just turn into an immediate, hey, the, the, you know, we're in the middle of a recession or an economic downturn. We need the money. Why doesn't it just turn right away? Well, that has a larger macroeconomic and political aspects to it. For example, we're in, the, we're in an election cycle right now. So what you have is the combination of jurisdictions being open to have that discussion because of the economic downturn. That's good. But immediate decisions to pull the trigger, very tough during election cycles, right? Because nobody wants to rock the boat too much unless it's something that's overwhelmingly popular. Right. But the election cycle will end at the end of this year. And then I think as we get into next year, 
I think you're going to have a much better snapshot of what the likelihood that things will roll out within the next 12 months. Right. Um, so the answer is you will see a lot of progress in the next six months. No, no, I, I'm sorry. A lot of progress will happen in the next six months. You just won't see it. Yeah. It'll just be those meetings that would otherwise be turned down. Now, after six months, and and we kind of see where the political environment is, you know, do you have, a, you know, we have a very confusing situation before because, you know, people thought the administration was going to come in and it was going to be very pro-business. And then you had an attorney general who seemed very, uh, you know, suspect of, um, uh, of online gaming. And it just caused confusion. And, and you know, confusion is not the best for investors. You know, right. investors need some type of reasonable reliability before they can make uh, uh, investments where they think that there is a, a, a result of a decent return. Makes a lot of sense. Um, the 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 other point, the other thing I want to talk about, I keep saying, I keep thinking about things before we take questions. I know uh, we do have a lot, so I know we'll cover some of those. Tell me a little bit about Mike Sexton and what he means to the World Poker Tour and also that now the Champions Cup, I believe, is called the, yeah. the Mike Sexton WPT. I had, I had the honor of being in Montreal when he won that oh, event, and I was yeah. calling calling the live stream action. I've known Mike a long time, and you know he is a absolute pillar uh, for sure. I mean, foundation. You can't say World Poker Tour without Mike Sexton. Absolutely. And Mike Sexton winning it, so happy. Everyone, you know, it's like the got greatest feeling ever. Um, tell me about what that that means, having that trophy call called his name and, and what, when that was made and that decision and tell me. What yeah. I, I have to tell you, there are two, there are two um, naming elements that I think have had uh, that are incredibly special for the world poker tour. The first was, you know, when we decided to do the WPT honors, we wanted to have a very different approach. We weren't, weren't, weren't trying to recreate the hall of fame. It's a far more intimate affair that we, it's our expression of our company about somebody who's made a major contribution. And to have Linda Johnson as that initial member meant something. It meant something to everyone who followed afterwards. Yeah. Because Linda just did not, I mean, Linda is a person who, you know, you might say she got credit, but she did not get anywhere the degree of credit of the influence that she has made in, um, in this industry. And Mike Sexton is, I mean, everybody knows, you know, you say Mike Sexton, it's, you know, it's like saying Nelson Mandela of poker, you know, it's Doyle Brunson and, and, and Mike Sexton are the two kind of guys that they're just like, you know, they're the guys they've, they've been around since the very beginning of it all. And, and, and really, yeah. uh, What more can you say? He's a a guy. they're They're interesting people because they are respected by professionals and they are so key they've been so key to people who are amateurs because they're so welcome i mean mike sexton will talk to somebody who just played his first final table first tournament the same way he'll talk to somebody who's made seven final tables yeah and enjoy the conversation and so he has so much integrity and he's shaped so much um, about how the industry operates and what it means to be a professional for the world poker tour. Yeah. He is, you know, we, we had a, 
kind of a virtual ceremony for him. And um, first of all, he's the most, I mean, you know, he sits there and gives credit to everybody else. And, and I'll tell you one person who also deserves so much credit is, is Vince Van Patten. So often, you know, people don't realize as a team yes. what they did and Vince's willingness to play that role. Right. Um, uh, but, you know, Mike, the idea, I said, you know, gosh, thank goodness, Mike, you actually became a WPT champion because, you know, it, it, uh, it became fitting. But I think anyone who gets that name when you, next week, you know, when you get your name on the Champions Cup and you, when, you, when you play, it will mean that much more to you. Because just like every year, we try to build what it means to be in the Champions Club. We treat people differently. We, you know, we have these championship dinners. We have these experiences or whatever it is. Yeah. You know, to think it's, you know, I suspect some people will be calling it the Sexton Cup or whatever for a very good reason. Because, um, yeah, it, that that mean that name means. I agree. I, I, I couldn't agree more. I love to see it. It's amazing. And I also, in terms of actually Vince is one of the guys I never really have gotten to talk with or no, that's why I'd love to have him on the show. And I, I know so much about him yeah. and he's definitely for sure, you know, legendary status as well. It's almost like I, I'd say like Jordan and Pippen kind of like deal where it's like they're both, but they're both maybe even just closer than like that, that, that comparison. Cause they are, you can't really, you don't have the world poker tour without those two guys though. Their voices. By, by the way, iconic. if you see these, if you see that the reason why my eyes look so tired is that I, I was been watching the last dance last night. So you were mm-hmm. talking about Jordan. <laughs> Jordan that, that's, Talk about a documentary too. I mean, that is, uh, that is, uh, it's, it gives you chills. I, I had a uh, Puya who I'm not sure if you're familiar with, but he's a rapper, a uh, songwriter. Are you familiar with him? He's, he's, uh, he's, 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 he's big. He's, he loves poker. So I actually met him at the guitar, the WP or the uh, hard rock opening. And and then we, he was on, we had an amazing podcast yesterday, but he was saying that too, that, you know, that was, uh, he's played live at the bike a few times. And he was saying that that, that that documentary made him inspired, like want to do something great. Like it kind of just gets you, it's, it's as good as it gets. And as you're, you said, your background in production and TV and writing, I mean, it's, it's really special. Yeah. So, um, I will tell you uh, on, on the Vince Van Patten thing, we were down in, um, we went down to uh, Necker Island to see Richard Branson. Yep. And I didn't, to be honest, I just wanted to meet Richard Branson. So I will Lynn and Vince and I would fly down. Lynn, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think Vince even knew why we were going, but there was a tennis match going on. Yep. And you, I don't know if you know that Vince Van Patten was one of the highest rated Yes. Um, man in tennis for a while you know and he'd come from completely amateur status so we get down there and you have all these tennis greats and all these people and everyone wants to meet Vince Van Patten and he is so modest and they say you know come and play with Richard and come out of here and, and he says no no no, it's, it's okay he doesn't want to take the attention and you realize um Vince, I mean, you know, I Vince had his movie Seven Days to Vegas, and I was out there at the premiere, and we went to uh, out at uh, the Palm Springs Film Festival, and you would see celebrity after celebrity because that family, you know, his father, who had, and I'm just, I'm gonna just say the thing about his father, because his father had a show that ran for like eight years, which was the number one show on television that a third of the entire population 
of the country watched every week. Which one was that? Uh, eight is enough. Okay. I mean, yep. it's just amazing, right? I That's mean, it would be crazy. like a hundred, hundred million people watching watching your show. I mean, it's just incredible. That is, that is crazy. I've actually I went to Necker Island last year as well. Bill Perkins had his fiftieth birthday party, and Branson was there, and we were hitting tennis balls. We had a little tournament, and he was there playing chess every morning and hanging out. And I mean, Necker Island is a that's a oh, that is a, a place, man. That's that is yeah. a, for tennis too. You can't have a cooler setup than the court. And how oh, it's, so you know, good. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So awesome. Well, okay. So cool, man. I, I think uh, this. You know, for me, this is a treat. Again, I, I have so much. I, I was actually. You know, it's funny. I met Mike Sexton in two thousand four, I believe. It was the first ever. I have a picture with him at the Club WPT boot camp. This was in the Hard Rock. Oh yeah. Yeah, I was there and Mike Mizraki won like a side event there and he came in. Yes, and I, I know exactly. I remember. Right? And, and uh, I, I just remember shaking Mike's hand and talking to him. And I think I was 18 or 19 and you know I was, I was playing these sit and goes at the Hard Rock. And it was like, I, I got, I don't remember how I got tied in to go to that thing, but someone invited, I went there and I just remember it. And that was like, you know, it's 16 years ago. And that was the very first boot camp. And yeah. uh, it's it's great memories and it's Mike, you know, yeah, he was the same then. Uh, as he I'll was, tell you uh, one one very special thing about Mike is, you know, Mike has an opinion on everything, right? Mike, you know, you turn on Mike and he has an opinion. He'll just keep talking. He has an opinion on everything. And Mike is one of the people who can have very strong opinions on something. He'll tell you exactly why he thinks you're wrong. And you'll walk out feeling like, you had a great discussion. You know, he's respectful. He's civil. You know, he he can disagree with somebody and not bring them down. Right. And having people walk away. And it's so good for this community. He for has sure. been such a role model to yeah. realize you can, you, A, we don't all have to agree with each other. A, we're going to have conflicts. Yeah. We're going to have different opinions. And at the same time, we still belong to a community. That's the spirit of Mike Sexton. I mean, he's an amazing human being. Yeah, I agree. I, you know, we talk, he's got probably maybe I, Vince might be right up there, but Mike, for as far as I know, is the best stories and the most, I mean, he's been in some of the craziest oh, yeah. situations and, you know, obviously the party poker deal, he was there from the beginning. Some people don't know. He actually kind of cre- chose the name. I think they were going a different direction. He was there at the beginning, the development yeah. went over to India. You know, I know Mitch Garber very well uh, with, with CEO of party gaming at the uh-huh. time. Mitch has been on my podcast as well, a friend of mine. And he, um, you know, the stories are just incredible. The journey and the little, you know, tip, the turns and the, you know, I think it's also so important to know that it really understand that things change. Things are always changing. You've got to be on your toes because look what happened to party in 2006. I mean, that was out of nowhere, just overnight, That's basically right. public traded company. Now the UEIGA comes in and now you can't operate. I mean, just like that, you go, party was the giant party was the spot. There was, there was, you know, that was it. Like they were the guy, yeah. poker stars and full tilt were coming up and then they, so yeah, interesting stuff. It's, it's crazy. Very interesting and, and great. I love to see the cup named after Mike and he's been there from the beginning and the WPT party sort of uh hybrid he is and he is with is, is amazing. So yeah. um, let's, uh let's take some questions, Adam. Cause I know you got tight on time and, and as well here, I've got, uh you know, we, we got, I got I got it streaming too, man. WPT is kicking off this eight max stuff. So we got a, uh, we got a busy day after That's the right. podcast. I hope you guys join, maybe, you know, tune in, Adam. I, I would love to see you on Twitch saying hello. Could always call in anytime you want. Um, let's just take some of these. We'll just sort of rapid fire some of these off um, if that's okay. Are you okay? Sure, absolutely. For a bit? 
Yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, I'm okay. It's uh, I'm making sure that my iPad has enough batteries, and I I I think I do. Fifteen percent, so we're good. All right. I don't know, man. I I I don't get outworked. I'm not I'm not quitting you. So if, if we got to go till the 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 thing dies, uh, that's okay. And, and I do want to remind. <laughs> no I want to remind everyone we do have a $109 ticket courtesy of Party Poker and Mr. Adam Pliska. We will, if you ask a question, we'll try to answer it. But if you do ask and follow the instructions, you will be eligible. And we'll let Adam draw that for us here at the end of the, uh, at the, end of the show. Um, so we've talked about the future of online poker. We've covered some of that. Uh, do you expect more online WPT events in the future post-COVID? Is mm. this something you think will be worked in the schedule? Yeah, good, good question. And the answer is uh, absolutely. Uh, we, 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 we are... I'd say we're working at the bugs, but I mean, honestly, I actually think that we're, it's like so exciting now. I mean, every week I just see from our, our group chats in the company, we're like, hey, you know, we can do this next time and this time. So these are going to be here to stay. Now, here to stay means, you know, the World Poker Tour, there was a period where we got to 75 events in a year. And 75 events is not good to have in a year because they start to cannibalize each other. Mm-hmm. Well, so we're now learning this. We're having the same issue with uh, with online. So we have to figure out what that balance is. But in terms of online events, they're here to stay and um, they're going to be great compliments to uh, to in-person events as well. Good for the ecology. Awesome. Uh, someone Let's see. Big problem is his name's a what really what's cracking. What does the president of the WPT do? Give me a day in the life of Adam Pliska. Um, I guess it really depends maybe post COVID not, but like, give, give me like your typical day, uh, at least during quarantine. Sure. So um, I have a tremendous a team of seven um, uh, uh, vice presidents that have been with me for years and years. I mean, anywhere from uh 17 years to i think the we do have a new member who joined on the interactive side this year but before that the next person's probably been there for eight or nine years so people have been there forever and uh, my anybody who knows me well knows that i have the greatest assistant in in the world uh has been with me also he's been with the company for about 16 years Raul, and um so we have meetings uh the good news is i not i don't have to be i didn't I, I i didn't create the world poker tour uh i have to be a person who helps facilitate great managers do their job yeah and i need to set a tone so i have uh, seven direct reports uh who um work whether it's the production or the uh the marketing or online or whatever it is and I get their data. I wake up in the morning. I get their data. My personal thing is I wake up in the morning. I review the data. I look at a little bit of news. I play my cello. I do some exercise. I, uh, I, I, I eat. I go back and I have these online meetings now because now they're online. And um, I'm a very big um, proponent of decentralized uh, management. I mean, I, I, I try not to micromanage. I have lots of thoughts and ideas and I bounce that off, but I use those seven individuals to say, hey, what about this? So my job is to challenge them every day and to say, hey, well, what, what's this? And, that. and they know the areas better than I do. I mean, they're, they're experts in their area. And I'm also a very big believer in, um, and I know Rob is as well, is you can make mistakes, um, you know, and, and so I try to create an environment where people can 
take some risks and make a mistake. And if we all agreed that we were going to do it, we agreed. You know, nobody is ding. That's why you have people who are here for 17, you know, 16, 17 years, because it's not that they've never made a mistake. We all, I make most mistakes. Um, but everybody is, you know, nobody feels that that is going to be detrimental to their career. And that's why the World Poker Tour has this kind of lab um, it, where it can, it's always trying things and there's always things that are coming up that's new and there's things that didn't work and we're throwing things out and that works. Um, I do, now we're a public company, so I have a lot of, you know, I, I do investing, investor a relation type of things. But, um, uh, you know, uh, uh, Resource allocation is a very big part of my job. Um, so I, you know, if you ask me the main parts, it's it's management and environment. You know, it's resource allocation, and and, um, and then I am a lawyer, but you know, I am a lawyer by, by trade, so I enjoy the process of deal making. Um, I enjoy it because I think. You will find that most people in the industry, I hope so, that most people in the industry who will find that if they worked with us, that the process of doing a contract together, living the deal was at least, um, you know, I, I don't know if it's pleasurable, but it was at least respectful. And we, we, we tried to show as much integrity. Integrity is a very big word for the World Poker Tour. And yeah. so I try to um, keep those, you know, the, the larger deals I, I, I take part in and, um, and, you know, you just every day when you're, when you're driving a big bus, there's always a wheel coming off the, you know, there's always a yeah. wheel falling off here and there. And your job is to make sure you keep going that, but keep people inspired and get them the resources that they need. And then finally, I, I, I pick the, you know, I, I, I select the talent. And to me, I, I, the talent is either online talent. It's either you know whether it's Matt or Lynn or the comments, you know, uh, 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 Tony or Vince, um, um, or it's um, those managers. Um, I do not it just so everybody knows that they don't send me um, uh, emails. I do not hire for those departments. <laughs> I don't believe it. I, you, my 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 nephews and nieces don't work for my company. Um, I, I'm a very big believer. You go to war with the army you want to go to. So those, those generals, that's all on them. You want to work for tour management. You, you, you better send a note to Hermance or, uh, or Ange. That's that. I love it. Um, okay. And, uh, what about your favorite card room? I, maybe this is putting you on the spot. Like, give me your, maybe give me your favorite stop. When you say on the tour, you look forward to it. It doesn't have to be the venue, but the city, the overall pound for pound. Yeah. Where's yeah. your favorite? Uh, it, I have favorites for different reasons. Okay. Um, but I, oh gosh, it is, I mean, it really is. I'm not, I'm not going to put this in terms of favorites, but I am going to highlight a few, you know, uh, go down to Sochi casino and, you know, the, and the celebratory aspect and they want to take you out and they bring you skiing and take you around the poke yeah. and the room is just, phenomenal shout out to art it, actually that's that's the last place i was traveling for a specific event was there in i guess march it was like when the basically world got crazy and they're announcing going to close the borders and we actually left early and and uh and and left so that was crazy but that was a beautiful unbelievable venue there yeah this, so that's a, i mean you want an old school like 
you know, it's like having a great comfort food or the one, you know, you, you want to, you want to feel like you're an ultimate prestige, go to the Bellagio or the, or the Borgata or, or something at the, I may mean, get in trouble because it's, but I could literally could just go down the list of why yeah. everyone is, why every group is, is different, but it's, it's such a fun experience. I mean, I, I, you know, I've just been to so many, I was, when we were down in Uruguay, that was a great experience. Um, you know, and it, sometimes we hear about the same, you know, the same casino, the playground. I mean, those guys are playground. They're crazy, right? I mean, they are just, they are yeah. so into, it's like, JK it's like kids who guys. just decided that they were like, like they got the tools and the toys that they want and they're just going to keep doing it. And you just see it, and it's such a great environment. Plus, the best seats. I mean, it's such a nice the chairs, you know, the chair, the chair with the lights on it. I don't know how oh every stop God. doesn't have this now. That is the touch yeah. is just so makes so much sense. It's so practical. But I, yeah, I could get fired. I could do a podcast alone on playground. That's how much I like that place. But um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah the partners. I think that's another thing. There's a very strong name with WPT and the partners, the casinos they go with in the specific cities. There's oftentimes options and different venues, of course, that you could choose. And you know, I feel like they just get it right and they align with the best, best, best of the best. So yeah, um, yeah very, very yeah. cool. And I, yeah, I don't mean to put you on the spot, but I would agree. Yeah, that yeah. I mean, look, yeah, go down to Seminole Heart Rock. You can't, you, yeah. you have a an amazing experience and you'll, you know, it's just all of the, uh, the, the, all of these, everyone has something and I could do an entire podcast of what, what is different and what's the strong points of each one. But it's yeah. on your Lyle Berman. We'll, we'll have to have another second one and bring out, well, maybe we'll do a, a second down the line and we can just run through the, uh, the all the venues that, that would be fun. Exactly. In a podcast, just a separate piece of content. And I know you're a content guy, you like creative content. So that would be, Absolutely. that would be pretty cool. Um, so let's see. Favorite or what is the biggest barrier to WPT success over the next five years? Well, uh, I think WPT's barrier is the same as everybody else's, whether or not everybody knows it or not, is that we spend a lot of energy thinking about, you know, what we're going to do on our individual companies. But the biggest challenge that we have is to keep the ecology healthy. I, I mean, there are enough people who have touched poker in one way or another for us to continue to grow for the next 10 years. Yeah. But, but if we're just fighting over the same people, if we're just fighting over, um, you know, can we get more people to my event instead of your event? We we're stopping the things that we did inadvertently that grew the, the, the industry. I mean, I go, I go back and I think, um, Poker stars used, you know, at some point they probably had the the largest budget in marketing, right? In terms of, uh, of okay, that added to something. Party was the innovators who put in so much stuff to, you know, in the early days, and then now, you know, it's just a phenomenal of what they've done. Um, you know, eight eight eight. You look at the media, um, you know, over the years the fact that people would decide they were going to go into poker media. I mean, that's a, that's a big jump to make a commitment for oneself. Um, the casinos, all of these elements, poker central, you know, uh, whatever, you know all, all these elements 
have contributed to the promotion of a World Series. You know, world, you know, a World Series. There's this thing once a year that people talk about that's important to them. Now, when one of those pillars starts to go down, I again, I see numbers. I mean, we numbers are better when people are talking about poker. You right. think we're taking away, oh, you know, we're having this event, World Series. No, no, no. The answer is if we're talking about poker enough, there's more people, they come in. But now right. we're in a time of COVID and everything else. And we need to remind people, A, they like poker, and B, there's a place for them at any position on the stop. You don't have to be at main tour events. You know what? Don't, don't beat up on people playing social gaming. You know, even, and I'm not talking just about Club WPT, like play WPT, the social, social game, right? Yeah. Don't beat up those people. Those people are fans of poker. They're buying the sponsorship. They're watching the shows. They're coming back. The, the reasons why people can promote and get people in here. So um, that's the biggest thing. How do we make, you know, the World Poker Tour still, you can watch a World Poker Tour show anytime from 6 p.m. to midnight anywhere in the United States, someplace. You know, you just take your direct TV guys playing someplace. Yeah. Well, a yeah. lot of those people didn't go to just WPT. They went to an EPT before, or they went to a, 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 a you know a, a competitors event. Just like people who played at the World Series went, oh great, now here's a WPT event. I can come over here. It, it's true, and also like you said, there's two. It might sometimes it crosses over. Someone may love the WSOP, and then they see this, and it's cool. Or someone only likes to play WPT. So it's like it's not always. No, there is crossover. Right. There's 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 a hybrid, and then there's also specific. Some people are just set in their ways and want to play. They're not going to play this, and they trust this brand, or they like the structure better, or whatever it might be. So there's uh yeah, it's good to have options. It's for sure. Yeah. It's good to have options. Um, the I guess COVID impact on WPT brand. I mean, we've talked about it, sort of touched on it, but like what directly, other than you mentioned that, that maybe could actually net net be better, the production online you know, combination, but yeah. how has it actually impacted the WPT brand? You believe like the direct COVID so, results? So yes, uh, um, I'll give you an economic filter and then I'll give you a, a, a brand equity filter. So economically, um, as you can imagine, there's a bunch of physical events that aren't taking place. Uh, like I said, these are our lowest margin business. So Fortunately, that's an impact that the World Poker Tour can affect, can afford to take. We are now producing more content. We have 17 years of a library, you know, one of the largest libraries in poker. So a lot of that content is is booming every place. So that right. is helping uh, to mitigate some of that. On top of it, as you can imagine, people are playing online, either on social gaming you know, club WPT, subscription-based gaming, or, you know, through our relationship with Party. And so that makes that up. So net-net, we probably end up in a slightly better place, even though we'd rather that this finish and go on. Right. Um, you know, why? Because the World Poker Tour brand can do that in a short amount of time. It's a very big brand. You can't do it as you're small, and you can't do it forever. You know, you can only do it as long as, the reason why we were able to do it is because in years we've had all of these physical events and we've put in a lot of, um, uh, we've contributed back to the brand. So, you know, we can, we can deal with that in terms of the brand filter. Um, it, I think it's terrific because as the content has spread, 
you know, um, it is, you know, one of the, our, our distinctions and, you know, probably the distinction about a lot of the, you know, a lot of maybe the, some of the World Series coverage. A lot of, you know, we have very broad coverage. You know, nothing is behind a payroll with us. We're just, you know, uh, uh, you know, we're you know, 28 networks. We're on all over you know, platforms. We're pushing out stuff all the time. And so you have a lot of people who are experiencing the brand. And that's good for us, especially as, you know, as we developed in Asia and uh, other places. And these things are happening online and going into the online in a serious way, in a way that has a degree of integrity, I think it's been great for the brand. I think it's been uh, terrific. I, I, I can't imagine a better way to enter this. And it's been a, um, you know, I attribute a lot of that to the, to the great uh, work of the party. Absolutely. What what is um do you what is your poker background in terms of playing ability? Where do you rank your poker game? Do you play it? Do you play for fun sometimes in a in a cash game? Do you have you played tournaments? Let me let me tell you just how popular I am. <laughs> that if there is a home game, I am the number one person that somebody Vince, calls. Vince, Vince will give you a call. He'll let you. He'll get yeah. you started out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just you know, I, I, honestly, it's funny when I started the world because I came in from a legal background. And I, and I never knew that I was going to become an executive and you know, take over the you know, World Poker Tour. I, you know, I, you know, I didn't play. Mm. And I've come – so to me, part of my enthusiasm for poker is I have come to appreciate it. I've appreciated what – you know, I, I, give a, I give a talk to college students called How to Lose. It's completely based on poker. And the idea was, you know, we spent a lot of time talking about how to win, you know, coaches and schools about this is what happens if you win and this happens and then you do this. But in business, and I'm hard, I'm a business person, you're dealing with loss management all the time. And seeing how well poker allowed you to replicate loss management dynamics was like blew my mind. It was like an epiphany to me and that I'm like, I, I understand why all these successful people are in poker. You know, I understand why there, you can have a Lyle Berman who is, um, you know, who this is, you know, one of his biggest, most important things in his life because it teaches so much. So um, look, I am not the, I, I, I am not my, I am not a great player. I know, you know, you should invite me to your charity events and your home games, but as a person, Remember I said, who are the customers of poker? The customers are those people who admire. And I am, I put myself in that camp. I look at pros. I look at, you know, it's fascinating to me. Like everything from like how much sleep they get and where they're eating and, and bankroll management. And, you know, I love to, I love talking to Tony Dunst because, you know, Tony will, Tony breaks down elements of the life of a poker player so well. And I've just come to, greatly admire that yeah tony's great i mean it really you're the team you've assembled as in the world poker tour has assembled whether it's been you directly or part of it how you know it's it's amazing it's nice you know it's hard to fill shoes like mike sex and having tony come in he you know i think he just won another world series bracelet he's also won he's a great great fit uh, and again been on my podcast and i enjoy tony a lot you know like i said i told tony gotta you know when it's down the line i would i would love to uh do stuff and you know vince hopefully is there for a long long time but you guys have got you've got some amazing uh cast and and, and really it's nice to see the longevity as well people that are staying yeah. there for a long time and and it's great so well i um, knew tony would you know I had already made the decision a long time ago that Tony was going to take that position. And when 
Mike, when Mike left, you could imagine there was maybe 72 hours before I announced who was going to take over that position. And I never received more um, uh, people look at as soon as they find out Michael left, I received, I feel like I received so many different ideas or people wanting to take that position. I mean, it is a very cool thing. And it's a, you have an influential position and, and Tony has done such a great job. Could you imagine, you know, Mike Sexton defines what poker commentation is and you are supposed to take his shoes Mm. and to be able to do it and bring your own spin and to keep the integrity uh, and still by, you know, the respect that he shows to, to Vince and, and and to Mike is, is remarkable. Tony has been unbelievable. Tony, Tony had the best audition I've ever experienced in all of, not only in poker, in all of my time in television and, you know, 20 awesome. 30 I mean, years it's yeah. a clear 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 segue clear choice i i don't think uh obviously being to doing the raw deal and being involved with wpt and just overall you know he's this consummate professional dressed up always well spoken and he mentioned that on the podcast too meeting mike sexton early on and looking up to him and you know sort of just how he conducts himself and it, it really uh, a clear choice and a great fit um tell me your favorite wpt moment so far whether that means someone went, you know, I guess Mike obviously winning the event was pretty massive yeah. and just a big deal, but give me like for you personally, was there any, any type of uh, story or something that really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you know, I, I, again, you know, I, I'll, I'll end the call and then I'll think of a thousand different favorite moments, but I will tell you a, a, a sincere moment that I, re- I feel like reflects the world poker tour. We're all standing around waiting to what we think is going to be for certain the um, the first woman to win a main tour event in the World Poker Tour, which was going to be Vanessa Selfs at the Borgata. Mm-hmm. And as things happen in poker, things start to change. And this guy, Anthony Zeno, who nobody's heard of at the time, comes in. And you could not have designed a room that was going to hate someone more than this guy, Anthony Zeno, at that moment, right? Because here you have a situation where you're like, what? I mean, it, it, you know, it'd be like if you, you, know, you, know, you took the, the, the Last Dance documentary and the ending didn't turn out the way, you know. I mean, it was just, it, it was, it's crazy. And the guy gets up as he's winning and this is where usually everyone is roll, going to be rolling their eyes and going, oh, my God, I just stayed up till two in the morning. He gives the most gracious speech. And he talks about Vanessa, about how much he admires her and why this means it so much more and why the money is going to what he was going to do with it and why it's life changing to him. And you realize just how special this sport is a like pandemic like life it can change it can turn on a dime but there is something that's greater than the money here there's something that there's there's something that speaks to the human nature of who we are being at our most competitive and yet still being 
you know, human beings. And I, I just loved that moment. Yeah, no, he's, I mean, it's true. It's, it's, it is also, you know, it's, it's interesting because as a, the president, as the commentators, as a, the family WBT, you know, it's true. It's like you look at when you're watching a final table shape up or there's 20, 30 players left, 12 left, you start real, you know, you're sweating because it, it is, it's yeah. like, listen, everyone's great. You would love to see someone that's never won a title or, or not have that experience. And there's, there's something very powerful in that in itself to have a yeah. new winner and new someone unknown or whatever. Everyone's got their journey, but you know, as, as from a, uh, you're kind of watching things play out. Well, this would be great because it's the first woman to win. This would be great. This guy's got a huge following or he's very, he's a personable person or he's been here before and hasn't won. So there's all these different storylines, but I guess, you know, subconsciously you're always sort of rooting or, you know, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, yeah. there's, a there's a, there's a result that is more ideal for maybe the overall numbers or sure. what's happening. But you know, it's again, things change, things happen. And also sometimes someone like an Anthony Zeno, who now is one of the more, successful players on the tours history. I think Darren Elias and then maybe him yeah. make four and three titles or something ridiculous like that. And so many final tables and, and becomes a character and a uh, personality and a, and a, and a pillar as well on the, on the uh, tour is born in a, in a situation yeah. like this. So it's, it's yeah. very cool. Um, I mean, I, we've covered a lot. I think there's uh this is, again, this would be, would be really cool to have uh do again, a multiple, you know, do it, do another podcast in the future, maybe even a joint one or have some other guys on here. Is there anything that you want to deliver a message upcoming or sort of want to touch on that's going on within the WPT or the industry or anything that you think is important for us to, uh, yeah, you know, I, I think we covered a lot of the things that have happened in the WPT, but I, if you don't mind, I do want to say this, that the world poker tour was like the, you know, the little train that could or whatever, you know, it was not, it wasn't going to be the, the biggest, we have, ha- we have survived by being, trying to be more creative or, or trying to figure, and there's been tough times over, you know, nearly two decades. Right. But the people who supported the world poker tour from the early days who understood what we were trying to do, which was, we were trying to create something that was greater than, Oh, here's an event, and we delivered you the results of the event. Uh, I I'm just so grateful. Uh, you know, I'm I'm grateful to the media who covered us, and the casinos who believed in us, and most importantly, you know, players. Like I can't even, you know, I'm going to say something that has very little to do with poker, but I have lived for nearly te- two decades with people who've put their kids through college um, who were, you know, were able to, you know, help a elderly relative who have just had the greatest community and, you know, and support in this WPT family. And we would not be here. We would not have had this journey, but for players who keep showing up. And I am sincerely grateful to that. And I know that, you know, as there's more and more choices, um, the fact that, you know, people have believed in us and, and, and continue to be supportive, it's, it means a lot. So I just want to say thank you. That's awesome. Well, no, it's a, it is, it's a, it's a community, it's a family and it's definitely, it's an amazing organization. Uh, it's awesome to see what you have been able to do with it and keep it on its trajectory and, and, and sort of, uh, even and 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 go up even more than maybe even what would think was possible. So a big, uh, congrats on 
what's going on. And, and obviously, again, guys, we'll just touch on it. I know your iPad may die as well. So we do want to give away this 109 ticket. You're probably low and running low on juice here. And again, the, the 3 million guaranteed kicks off tomorrow for one of the first of the five, I believe, tournament champions events where you get your name on the trophy. Yeah. So the WPT has already started on Party Poker, but now it is really starting up. And this is where the, the big 3 million guarantees start uh, start getting going. And there is a 10 million, the 10K um, starting, I believe, on, uh, yeah, actually starts on my birthday, September 5th. So that, that might be the one. I might just save it for, for the birthday uh, week. All right. Maybe. Okay. All right. Let's we'll do it. Call it right here. Well, let's do this. Let's do this ticket giveaway, Adam. So I'm going to copy this link. We are going to on your on your word. We're going to go ahead and give away, and someone's going to win a 109 ticket courtesy of Party Poker. So you tell me when, and I'm going to roll it. Okay. And now, boom! Someone's got a 109 ticket. Hopefully, they can run it up, parlay it into the dream. But we will uh, message the winner here. It's loading up. It must be a special. Special one, there it is, and uh, we are going to go ahead and we'll message them, get them the the ticket. And Adam, I really appreciate awesome. it. Thank you so much for your Thanks, time. Jeff. This will be up on all the outlets on iTunes, Spotify, uh, TuneIn, all the different ones. You guys can listen to it uh, if you're catching in. And of course, we appreciate you doing this live here on YouTube. And we'll have this recording for moving forward. So thank you for your time, Adam, and uh, appreciate it. We'll Thanks see you very soon. Much. Thank All you. right, guys, it's Adam Pliska, another podcast in the books. We got more next week, two scheduled. You can see our pinned weekly schedule on Twitter as well as on my Twitch. I'm going live to play some World Poker Tour events, the kickoff of the 8 Max today. You can watch that on jeffgrosspoker.tv. And, of course, the main event, 3200. I will be streaming cards up tomorrow for day 1A. Uh, thanks again, everyone, for watching. And follow Adam on Twitter, Instagram. He's got socials that he keeps up with in the World Poker Tour. You can follow across the board as well. Thank you, and we'll see you soon. Thanks for listening to this episode. It was brought to you in partnership with Party Poker. Go to PartyPoker.com to play tournaments, cash games, and improve your poker game. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast to hear all of my future episodes.